0: Hi, people. Relax. Breathe. Welcome to Ghost Honey's Dream Machine. Greetings, gentle listeners. Do you ever sleep? When you sleep, do you sometimes dream? Then congratulations, you're at the right place. If maybe you don't sleep or dream, then don't worry. You can still stay. If you have a dream you would like to send in and have me read on the podcast, you can send it in to me through the link I have in my bio across all my social media platforms. It can be... A short dream, a long dream, a happy dream, or sad dream, or a downright incoherent, wildly weird fever dream that has been haunting you for years. I love them all. Our first dream comes to us from Dragon Oracle. Okay, extremely cool name. Very nice. And they write in saying... I had a dream recently that had topped any dream I've ever had, and I dream a lot, almost every night, in very vivid dreams. This particular dream felt very real. I was in some sort of hostel or hotel kind of place. The air felt tropical, and it was in the middle of the day, kind of hot and humid. I was checking out of the hotel, and my partner was with me we both had big luggage bags and backpacks on. We struggled to carry our stuff. It was heavy and we were tired. We left the hostel and wandered down the road towards a big hill. We could see buildings and a town in the very far distance up the hill. And that's where we headed. Carrying all of our heavy and super annoying stuff up this hill, we both got more and more irritable as the dream progressed. The hill got more and more steep, and as we climbed, other people passed us by and seemed like they were enjoying themselves, which irritated us both even more. Suddenly, we stop along the side of the road on this crazy AF hill, and I'm like, fed up. Max capacity for dealing with this shit. I'm done. Suddenly, I realize that I'm dreaming. I look at my partner and just say, hey, we're dreaming, in kind of a hushed voice. And then we both start laughing and throwing the heavy luggage and backpacks down the hill. Then we start running up the hill. It's easy and fun and we feel as light as air. When we get to the top, it's a giant plateau. We're on the edge of a huge cliff overlooking a grove of giant trees. The tops of the trees are level with the cliff we're standing on we both just start running and kind of flying over the tops of the trees at the same time. Every step sends a rainbow of glowing, sparkly, glittery lights floating out around us. It was truly magical and amazing. Wow, Dragon Oracle, that's so beautiful, whoa. I don't think I've ever had a dream where I became aware that I was dreaming. I've also never had a dream where I can fly. The closest I've ever gotten is dreams where I have a magic broom that lets me fall slowly, so I repeatedly jump off of the roof and slowly float down. I also have a reoccurring dream where I can jump really high, but then I get stuck on a telephone pole and get too nervous to jump down. That dream sounds like it was truly magical. Thank you, Dragon Oracle. This next dream is from Pain Mommy. I had a fun anesthesia dream, actually. I hope that counts. It absolutely does. When I was 14, I had to get surgery. I was really scared about it and was sobbing as they put the little gas mask on. And then suddenly, I wasn't crying anymore and was in fact riding a bear through the hospital I was at. Everyone was waving at me in the hall and cheering for me. I was wearing my hospital gown and I was so embarrassed that everyone could see my underwear. All the nurses were holding signs and my crush was there. She was blushing and smiling at me, so I tried to be cool and pretend my undies weren't on display. I don't think that she saw them. My bear was dark blue, by the way, and had a saddle. Edike is name, but it was definitely a guy. Think like Aslan size. I honestly don't remember anything else about the dream, but when I woke up after the surgery, I was super confused and asked for my bear, but my parents, unfortunately, could not present my loyal steed to me. I miss him. Oh, wow. Pain, mommy. Thank you. That was a fantastic dream. I feel like your blue bear steed is out there somewhere waiting for you, and I'm positive that you'll be reunited. Someday. Fear not, gentle listeners. Ghost Honey's Dream Machine will be right back after the break. And now, gentle listeners, back to your regularly scheduled dream. This next dream is from b This is a dream that I had when I was in elementary school. I think it's the only dream I've ever fully remembered. I'm by myself in rolling hills of knee-high golden grass. My dream self knows that because of the pink-purple clouds and warm, dimming light, that it's late afternoon in the summer. Straight ahead of me is nothing but fields and one single oak tree. But this tree is magnificent, large and dense, with deep green leaves, light-colored, and somewhat silvery bark. I'm fixated on this oak. It's inviting me to come closer, and I know if I reach its smooth trunk, It will take me to a new unexplored place. I start walking towards it when a stag pops its head up out of the grass to look at me. He doesn't come towards me, but I feel hesitant to approach the oak now. We blink at each other, and then I'm before a wall where I see over the top. The wall is blanketed in ivy. I wonder if I can climb over it, but then I notice a small stream running in front of it. I pull out a small, portable bug terrarium, about halfway filled with water, and begin catching tadpoles from the stream. The wall forgotten. I catch nine, soon-to-be frogs. When I turn my back from the stream, I return to the oak, but now I'm underneath its limbs. I don't know why this stream stayed with me, but it always makes me think of my home in California. Whew. Oh, b King. it's interesting, before I read your statement at the end of the dream, I was kind of building this picture in my head of California as well. That dream feels like one of those really important dreams where every single piece of imagery feels significant, but nothing super relevant happens, which sounds strange, but those are my favorite types of dreams. All vibes. Our final dreams this episode come from Caitlin, who writes, my dreams are always vivid and always bizarre. One time, I dreamt that I was an intergalactic black market arms dealer wearing a badass leather getup. I marched through a crowded mead hall to the biggest, fattest dude at the bar and stole his guns from him. It was objectively very cool. I don't know if you're a writer or not, Caitlin, but your intergalactic black market arms dealer dream is a sci-fi novel waiting to be born. Sometimes I dream that I'm in an elevator 100 stories high and there's a three foot gap between me and the floor I'm supposed to get out on. The elevator sways back and forth because of the extra room and I have to jump. I usually don't make it. I don't like those dreams. I also sometimes get sleep paralysis and when I was younger, it made me think the Grim Reaper lived in the attic. Ooh, Caitlin. I'm sorry about your elevator dream. Elevators are just scary. And sometimes when I'm in them, I worry that the technology just isn't there yet, although I'm sure that it is. The first dream I can remember from when I was little was that I had a flying pillow with a pink pillowcase. If I laid on my stomach on the pillow, I could glide through the air by moving my arms like a turtle. It's maybe the most peaceful I've ever felt. I cried when I woke up because it wasn't real. I think about it often. I absolutely love your flying pink pillowcase dream. And when I first read it, it reminded me of one of my earliest dreams that I've ever had. I must have been maybe five or six years old, and I was in a world that was entirely made up of a labyrinth of stacked pillows. I remember having so much fun running through and over the pillows with this little girl who didn't exist, but was my best friend in the dream. I remember at the end thinking, oh, I have to go. I waved goodbye to my dream friend and turned around and there was a wooden door set inside a wall of pillows. I walked through the door and inside was an old fashioned 1920s styled jazz club. It was dark and filled with small round wooden tables with a little candle set in a red glass jar on the center of each table. I saw my oldest sister waiting for me at a table and walked over to sit down next to her while a band set up on the stage to perform. I just realized how strange it is for a five-year-old to dream of a 1920s style jazz club. But thank you, Caitlin, for reminding me of that dream. Wow, what an exciting and lovely collection of dreams. Let's see what our friend the moon thinks about your ventures through the subconscious. Hi, Moon. I was wondering, what do you think it means when we dream about places we've never been to or have no memory of? Like, how was I at five years old dreaming about a 1920s-style jazz club? Do you think I saw something on TV that I don't remember now and that infiltrated my subconscious? Or do you think it was a partially recovered memory from a past life? Hmm. Maybe. Uh, maybe what? Maybe in a past life, you were a barback. Or, or, or Moon, I could have been a famous singer. I could have been the entertainer. Sure. Maybe in a past life, you were a barback or a famous singer. Or maybe you walked into a room while your parents were watching an old movie that influenced your dream. And that memory faded, but the memory of the dream stayed with you. Maybe it was both of those things, and maybe it was neither. I won't pretend to fully know how dreams or the human mind works. Wow. You think I was a famous singer? (laughs) Stop it, Moon. (laughs) The mysteries of life are not a problem to solve. But a reality to experience, Frey Kerbert. Yeah, I guess. But also, I want to know now. We are all stardust. Maybe humans share a collective consciousness, and during sleep... The memories and the entire history of all humans is sorted and filed in all of your tiny little brains. And they shift and blur together and someday, after you've left this plane, someone far away will have a dream. They are talking to the moon. Because your memories are being filed and sorted in the cosmic family tree trunk that is the human race. I'm just going to pretend I was a famous singer. Well, gentle listeners, I hope you discover your cosmic purpose and have a relaxing night and restful sleep. Sweet dreams. Moon, that made me dizzy. You're dizzy. Try watching planets spin all day. Mm hmm. Okay, Moon. (laughs) Ghost Tiny's Dream Machine was written by me, Tyler Gesa. It was co-created by me and my friends at Pod People who make this lovely little podcast come to life. Rachel King, Matt Sav, Chris Jacobs, Brian Rivers, Morgan Fuse, and Anne Fuse. Special thanks to Barbara Jones and Mark Fisher at Outshine Talent and all of my family and friends. If you love Ghost Penny's Dream Machine, the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. And if you're an overachiever, please leave a glowing review and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me at Ghost Honey on TikTok and at Tyler Geisa everywhere else to stay tuned on all Dream Machine news. And please, if you feel so inclined, go ahead and submit your own dreams at the dream submission form linked in any of my social media bios. I may include it in an upcoming episode. Bye for now.